Welcome to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, where Bob discusses anything and everything related to employee ownership. Bring it in, Bob. Hi, Bob. It's it's really great to be with you again. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Just braving the winter weather here in Pennsylvania in February. <laughs> yeah, never know in February in Pennsylvania. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about employee ownership. So recently, uh, a couple of months ago, we talked about employee ownership and culture, and you specifically talked about the foundational core value of trust. And the second core value at HB Global is team. And so how do you define that? What are some of the behaviors uh, around that team uh, core value? Yeah, I think the actual behaviors of our core values are, are really important. You know, I think they really, help us uh, you know to envision what these core values are, are like as we're we're out there uh, working every day and, and the the first behavior I think uh, about uh, relative to team is that we just do what's best for the organization you know that um, you know really uh, we check our ego at the door and everything we do is with the thought process you know it, what is really best uh, for the company, uh, for our customers, and our communities. And, you know, I think the more we do that, uh, really, the better we are uh, in, in the long run. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, another behavior that I think is, is really important and underappreciated uh, by great teams uh, is practicing uh, blameless problem solving. Uh, I think a really good example uh, of this is one of, uh, when one of our construction projects, or frankly any project, whether it be service or special projects or a residential install, when, when, when a job doesn't go well, um, to really look at what happened. And, you know, I, I think people underappreciate all the different places that that can happen. And sometimes it is through our own fault. You know, maybe we did a poor job estimating the job. Maybe we did a poor job of executing the job out in the field. Or maybe it has nothing to do with us whatsoever. Uh, we were working on a project where the general contractor didn't do the things that they needed to do so that we could effectively uh, do the job. Or maybe weather, you know, played a critical role. Uh, and slowing the job down. There's a lot of different factors, but if we come into uh, a problem situation trying to figure out what we can learn, and frankly, sometimes there's not even anything to learn from it. It was happenstance. You know, we can't change the weather. Sometimes we can change the planning around how to handle the weather. Um, you know, but sometimes there is no solution to the problem. I think that that is really a, a critical component of great teams. You know, great teams are focused on getting to the bottom of what we can do to get just a little bit better um, each day. I, you know, I, I think another aspect of teams is we develop the next generation of leaders. The truly great managers and leaders are developing their replacement all the time. You know, I have in mind the people that I need to develop so that this company, you know, continues to to succeed, you know, after my tenure. You know, it's something that I think about 
daily, weekly, you know, all the time. And every position in our company that has people uh, that they're responsible for, you know, really needs to be doing the same thing. Having an eye out there in the field of who is that next, you know, supervisor? Who is the next foreman? Um, who's the next PM uh, that's going to do our work? Who really has an eye for sales that can be out there represent our, our company uh, in a positive way? And so we spend a lot of time uh, developing our leaders and both from, uh, you know, the work in the field as well as, you know, the corporate uh, folks here at HB Global you know, really doing the training we need to do for the next generation of leader. And then the last thing I think about is really celebrating our success and having fun while we do it. You know, let's face it, uh, it's if we come to work every day uh, with a positive attitude, it's a heck of a lot more fun than if we're focused on all the things that are going wrong. And believe me, no matter what your role is, there's things that are going wrong. We all have it. But the more positive we can stay, the more positive, uh, you know, positivity that we can bring to the job every day, the more fun it is. And I think the more enjoyable. And we just need to spend time celebrating our successes. You know, I, I think about organizationally, you know, one of uh, the parts of our mission uh, is to create value for our employee owners. There are so few companies that over the last decade have generated 43% return for their own owners. Very few companies, their employees are their owners. We have a lot to celebrate here, but I think that that's a critical part of being a team is recognizing you know, those behaviors that are team oriented and try to bring that to work as often as we can. Yeah, that sounds so exciting, Bug. Um, do you, um, how do you see the core value of team actually playing out in the culture at, at the divisions? Well, I think this is some of the, the most fun things for me as CEO is hearing the stories about how this actually, you know, plays out. You know, I think about the work that William R. Nash did to help the schools in the Virgin Islands, you know, after the last hurricane. And not only did they employ their, their own employees uh, to do that, but they asked for help from the rest of the organization. And we had some employees from H.B. McClure, you know, heed the call and go down to the uh, Virgin Islands for two weeks to help get these schools, you know, back up and running. You know, I think about the, the Nash Plumbing and Mechanical team uh, that got a 50-ton rooftop unit you know, up and running very quickly in the summer through the efforts of a lot of people that allowed, you know, one of our customers to operate in a comfortable environment, uh, which anybody that spent any time in Florida in summer, you know, knows it is hot and humid uh, and being without air conditioning can literally shut your, your business down. Um, you know, I also think about how our team came together uh, for COVID. You know, everything from HB Global employees literally driving PPE around the country so that our employees could work safe to our employee owners at North Shore, you know, working on the facilities uh, that were producing COVID testing kits and the vaccine itself. You know, we helped the country respond to COVID 
you know, in a way that I think all of our employee owners uh, can be very proud of. And then I think about, you know, uh, when we talked about it last month on this podcast, uh, doing acquisitions, well, our Spectrum team coming together to, to welcome uh, the Nash Plumbing uh, employees that, you know, not only uh, did we have to welcome them into our fold, but we moved into a combined facility where we all had to come together uh, and make that happen under a tight time frame. Uh, you know, that's an example of teamwork. And not only does our team benefit our organization, uh, but it benefits our community. And I think about the work that IT Landis, you know, has done, you know, in their community, um, from adopting a highway to many other uh, charitable endeavors that they come together as a team, you know, and really support the community that they live in. And we do that at every one of our divisions, you know. And so I think this core value of team and bringing the, the behaviors together and the actual actions is what makes it real and what makes it so powerful. Yeah, that is uh, very powerful and inspirational. Uh, so do you think that being employee-owned makes team much more possible than in a company that isn't employee-owned? I absolutely believe that. And I absolutely, you know, you, you, you think sometimes you've been handed, you know, uh, a bad deck of cards or, you know, bad luck. Um, but I think about us being an employee-owned company that really came out of the recession of 2008. And so when I came into H.B. McClure back in 2008, a core part of what I was trying to accomplish as a CEO is I always believed that if you got everybody running in the same direction together, uh, that you could have a better company. Um, and boy, it sure didn't seem like a lucky event uh, when the recession came along, but it was really that recession that got us to explore how we could most efficiently make this ownership transition happen, which had us look at ESOPs. And I truly believe we would not be an ESOP today had it not been for the Great Recession of 2008. And it's because we are an ESOP that has made us what we are. I'm sure we would have found a way uh, to, you know, bring our team together and get running in the, in the same direction. But there is no way that we would have been as successful building a team that all works together uh, for the benefit of our team as a whole, as well as our customers, the way we have if we were not an ESOP. And I think it's absolutely core to who we are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I know our employee owners are incredibly thankful for that vision, Bob. Uh, as we close out the podcast, we always end with a frequently asked question from the field and a fun fact. Uh, so this month's question from the field is, are employee owners allowed to take a loan out against their ESOP like a 401k? And actually, the answer to that is no. The government rules actually prevent uh, loans from being done in ESOPs. Uh, so people cannot take loans as part of the, of the ESOP, and it's really out of our control. It, it's government dictated, and we really have no ability to do that through the ESOP program. Mm -hmm. But they still can from their 401ks because we correct. have both. That is absolutely correct. And, uh, you know, the, the, uh, 
the 401k loan uh, is a is a part of that program, and we have many uh, employees take advantage of loans within our 401k plan. Terrific. And ending the podcast, Bob, is your time for a fun fact about employee ownership. What do you have for us this month? Uh, during the height of COVID, uh, when things were shut down, uh, we had uh, what we would call a mini recession, uh, according to the National Center of uh, Employee Owners. Employee owners were four times less likely uh, to be laid off uh, than were companies or were uh, employees of non ESOP companies. Terrific. Terrific. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us this month, and we'll look forward to next month. Great. Thank you. You've been listening to the Employee Ownership Podcast with Bob Whalen, an HB Global production. Thank you for joining us. See you next month. Thank you.